On today's episode, we review 2024's Epcot International Festival of the Arts. Let's dig in, boys. This is episode 104 of the Alpha Monorails podcast. Everybody, welcome back to the show. This is the Altham Honoros Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan, joined today, as always, by my two fellow co-hosts, Justin and Ryan. Fellas, how are we doing? Doing fantastic. Got uh, Did some real man work, did some uh, room renovations, real and uh, Ryan was graceful enough genius. to help. That's right. Yeah. Just real man and genius kind of work over here. <laughs> uh, thanks to Ryan for... All the help the last 48 hours as of uh, right now during this recording. And uh, we got it all completed literally hours before hitting the record button just now. So, yeah, been a fun week. Yeah, she, my, boys, she, my boys relaxed. Yeah. A big shout out goes yeah. to our mom for being the, the blueprint drawer and the project planner and superintendent and jack of all trades and master <laughs> of none for insight and advice. Uh, you know how that goes. Um, <laughs> couldn't have done it without her. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Oh, always good there. Always there for support. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fellas, it was good to see you guys the other day. We got, to, uh, got to have a little fun, hang out for, uh, our, our grandpa's birthday and, and, and Ryan's too. We didn't forget about Ryan, but, uh, it was, it was a really good time having, having the family together and. Any chance, uh, any excuse, I guess you could say, for us to uh, to get together, it's always it's always a blast. Yeah. Well, not only that, but no, you know, everybody in our family knows how to cook, so like you know, you're gonna eat good anytime we get together. Yeah. So, well, and we certainly led you know led up to that expectation. Yeah. And see, on <laughs> on that note, Justin, where you said everybody can cook, of course, that's um you know Mr. Gusto's uh, motto. So that's a good Disney tie-in there. Ooh, but also, look at that. Um, uh, our Uncle Bud, me and him were talking uh, after we ate. And uh, the day before, he uh, actually said he had ate too much uh, at a steakhouse the night before. And he told himself he was not going to overdo it on the food at the, the cookout. And he said, that's the, that's the <laughs> yeah. problem with our family is everybody can cook so well that you, you can't help but engorge yourself whenever everybody just throws in everything at a potluck or a, a cookout. Because uh, yeah. we, uh, we really, I know Jordan put it down on the grill, that's for sure. And uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we definitely hurt ourselves on, on hamburgers, hot dogs, and brats, beer brats. Uh, they were <sighs> delicious. Yeah, proper. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a good time. I just kept finding myself going back and like, why am I doing this? Yeah, <laughs> it was, was so good. <laughs> yeah, might have drank a little too much, but <laughs> hey, you know what? It's <laughs> oh, a good that's time. all right. Comes with the territory. It's all right. Uh, speaking of getting to enjoy a nice beverage tonight, uh, it's always oh, good. Yes, nice little. What are we enjoying? Uh, we're enjoying the amber from the uh, from the ravenous pig. There you go. Uh, which, of course, you can go find over at Polite Pig, Disney Springs, the brewery there, have all their beers. So you want to get an amber ale, uh, yeah, go find it. You can find it in local stores here, at least in Florida. So it's uh, 
take advantage. Uh, yeah. Whenever, anytime I see it, I, I grab it. Yeah. As for myself, I'm enjoying an Elysian Brewing Space Dust IPA. Uh, 9.1% alcohol. So, cheers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. That is that is the epitome cheers, of man. relaxing after a long two days of work. Oh, you know? yeah. You can f- yes. You can find that Elysian around Disney property, too. Yes, you can. So it's always a... Uh, it's always a good. Well, one. I want to build on that because I got our cousin Jonathan to try one of the coffee maple porters that we have raved about uh, that you could have found at the uh, Canadian Collective booth. Arts Brewing. Yes. Well, yeah. Yep. And uh, he had never tried it before. He just took it off of uh, my recommendation and was astounded by the flavors. Absolutely blew him away. He loved it. Enjoyed it. And uh, go get you some. It's good. Yeah. Again, you can find it here in Florida. Yeah, if you can find it, then uh, take advantage because it's, it is a limited release. And, yeah, I've been lucky to find it a couple times now. And I grab as many as I can every time. Yeah. So <laughs> still sitting on a reserve of a few. So, yeah, for a rainy day. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, fellas, before we let this get away from us like we always do, <laughs> we're gonna Always. we're gonna start today's episode off with our coffee break. That is our signature kickoff uh, conversation that we do at the beginning of episodes now, and it is brought to you by none other than our friends at expeditionroasters.com. You can uh, the goats. yes, they are the goats of coffee, and uh, you can go check their website out. We'll provide a link, an affiliate link, in our episode description, and uh, be sure and. Go check out their store. They've got some super, super fantastic coffees. Uh, they roll out seasonal specials. Be looking for some Valentine's ones maybe and maybe some springtime roasts. Uh, but they've got really cool like hand-thrown coffee mugs and some swag too. But the, the coffee is the boss on this website. And you can get whole bean all the way down to fine espresso grind. So um, be sure and give them a look. And also get your cart to $65 or more. And use code off the monorails at checkout to save yourself ten percent on every order you place with that code. Speaking of Expedition Roasters, I, I just placed a new a new order uh, a couple of days ago, and uh, the Frankenstein's Electrified Espresso Roast is coming home this time. Haven't tried it yet, so I'm very interested to see what it what's in store for me here. But uh, either of you guys tried that one yet? I have not. I have not. Okay. All right. Well, I will report back. For everybody in this case, uh, just interested to see how that espresso roast is. I mean, the reviews on the site say are glowing, so uh, I think we're I think we're in good shape. And to be honest, I haven't had a bad roast yet from Expedition Roasters. So yeah, they are literally the goats at the copy game. So they're doing it right. Yeah, they really are. Yeah, they are definitely doing it right. Yeah, yeah. and you got to respect the hustle for a small family owned business. Oh yeah, uh, love it. Love to be able to support them and love you know, getting a good product too. So absolutely. Not only that, but we had some winners announced. Oh recently. yes. Yeah. So speaking of that coffee, right. They, we've got, uh, we, you know, as you all listeners know, uh, we had a giveaway going on in celebration of our 100th episode. Uh, we had a little, uh, contest. Uh, well, um, we just the other day, we, we drew the winners of that contest and, uh, Derek and Amanda who, who won the, the grand prizes, uh, are getting uh, a little, little prize package from us that we've tailored for them and uh, included in that will be some uh will be some expedition roasters coffee so i uh, i'm very happy and excited for them to try it because 
I, I think they're going to be hooked if they haven't already. Right. Yep. Congratulations to are. both of them. Yes. Congrats, guys. And also, thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Derek, Amanda, be uh, be on the lookout for your for your prize packages. They'll be in the mail here shortly. Uh, and then uh, and yeah, and we we also hooked up some other listeners as well uh, with some some other things too. So again, just in general, thank you for everyone that you know entered those contests. Um, that took the time out of their out of their day to to listen, but also go and and enter the contest. And we just, we appreciate um, everyone's support. So absolutely, uh, fellas. Disney news that's happening. Uh, did, have you guys seen anything about this? Isn't Disney World? It's Disneyland. Uh, but Ooh. Pixar uh, Place Hotel uh, is having its grand opening. Uh, any of you uh, been been in there looking, seeing any? room tours anything like that i have not kept up with um with those updates as far as that goes i've been i've been pretty busy this week so i have not really been able to Same. dive into twitter like i normally do yeah yeah i've been pretty absent from the interwebs well this past week. let me just say at you know for a for a hotel that got some i was gonna say i'm not i don't want to say bad raps but just like maybe it was just like the eh, hotel uh at disneyland uh in the past kind of the the all-star sports yeah it was just you know it was definitely the 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 redheaded stepchild or like the the little brother to everything else right um man uh the details and the you know the new renovations that they that they put in there uh it's it, it looks pretty awesome uh they had they showed video of Joe Gardner playing piano in the lobby. Ooh. Okay. That's different. Like, yeah. I like um, it. They have a bing bong meet and greet. Brianna told me there. about that this what? morning. Okay, so I yep. did I did find a that out, but bong? that was through yeah. Brianna. She told me that. And um, and I think I think what, what might be my favorite part is in the rooms, the lamp in the like on the table please tell me it's the pixar land it's luxo jr oh my goodness oh my okay. god <laughs> i want to take it home please tell me i can buy the luxo jr I would lamp steal the <laughs> out of it <laughs> no shame ryan would put it right no next shame. to his guardian i son. sure would bill me i don't care <laughs> charge me whatever you're gonna <laughs> charge me <laughs> I will allow it. I, I do. You, you actually might be onto something, Ryan. Like, I think they're going to have to sell them, or else they're oh. going to find themselves in that position. Yeah, or I'm gonna have to get on Etsy Imagine. and find like a homemade version, <laughs> just to keep myself from going like, to jail. Man, yeah, it's the same. Like, I think it could it could end up being like the same phenomenon that when Galaxy's Edge first opened and Docking Bay Seven opened. And remember the utensils they had. Right. You, that people like started stealing this utensils because they yeah. were unique to it and they had the logo and everything that they just they stopped using those utensils altogether because it went to paper. Or, yeah. Uh, the, one time. Use. Yeah. It was like the recycled uh, utensils because they couldn't they couldn't keep them. Basically, people were just taking them left and right. So like, oh, this is why we can't have nice things. I'm I, I am even more interested in getting out there to California sooner rather than later to see all the new festivities going on with with that property right i mean the new tower the new dvc tower the disneyland hotel just opened up recently late last year uh, we've got this you know 
new Pixar Place Hotel. Uh, it's they just keep doing more and more things to say they got it going on. Hey, we want to go. Um, speaking of things that are just ramping up, um, did you see? Did you see um, all of Universal's announcements? I believe it was yesterday regarding Epic Universe. No, do tell. Okay. Uh, so, essentially, yesterday, Universal said, "Disney, hold my beer. I'm gonna. I'm today's today is all about us." And uh, they they laid some protocol on. They us. they dropped all kinds of teasers and details about Epic Universe. They confirmed all the uh, the rest of the worlds that are going to be part of the park theming. Um, so uh, they had previously, you know, confirmed Super Nintendo World. Everyone knew that was coming. Um, and although we've already figured out what the worlds were going to be, uh, they they came out and confirmed everything yesterday, along with um, all kinds of teaser footage and, you know, artist renderings of all the areas, uh, details about the hotels, um, their new hotel, this like big glamorous hotel that's going to be uh, in the park, be attached to the park. Um, just a lot of, lot of details that, man, it's, if I were, if I were in Disney's shoes right now, I would be, I'd be squirming a little bit, uh, cause it looks like, um, I mean, this is, it's going to be pretty incredible what they're, what they're doing. Um, and if they, uh, you know, if they accomplish what they've set out to do with this park and frankly, with this entire property, um, man, this is in trouble. Yeah. And they did confirm opening 2025. So they, they definitely, uh, this is the first time that they've committed to the date. So, um, oh, man. so yeah, they had, they didn't say when, but I would anticipate it'd be summer. I'm giving their track record. Um, but yeah, it's I would it's be, nearing. I would be very worried if I was Disney because as far as developments go in the Orlando area, all we have to rely on are pie in the sky D twenty three concepts right now. Yeah. That's and it's it. just concepts, right? Like there's they haven't said or built anything upon those teaser concept things. So yeah, it's yeah, like Dino Land uh, USA looks like a rundown flea market right now. Like <laughs> Animal Kingdom needs help. Animal Kingdom has so much potential in that area. Like something has to yeah. they gotta break ground. They better do something fast. Otherwise, uh I think annual passes to be up for sale behind. year round here soon. Yeah, I mean, you know, in my opinion, no one does it quite like Disney does, right? I mean, you look at some of the new lands, especially like uh, Shanghai, oh, over yeah. in, in uh, and, you know it, 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 the the Zootopia, um, uh, it, it's it's incredible like what they're what they're doing with the with the theming, um, and the work that it's being done in Tokyo, right? And I like they Disney can do it better than just about anyone, but man, they've got to they've got to do it. They got to take the action and. To be fair, you know, it's like Universal doesn't have that much to work on. You know, consider like the breadth of projects that Universal has. Granted, building an entire theme park that's bigger than all, you know, the biggest thing that they've ever taken on um, is is a huge feat, right? Because it's theme park. 
it's the hotels and everything to go with it. It's a, it's a, it's a very large task, but compare that to Disney, what actively Disney's doing. And we'll always compare Orlando properties to Orlando properties, mm-hmm. but zoom out a little bit and say, all right, well, Disney's got all these other parks that they're doing all these improvements to right now. There's major projects going on around every Disney property worldwide. Yeah. Uh, yep. Right. To bring new lands and big premier attractions to it. Uh, you look at the the new island that they open up this summer. They built a whole nother island, guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and they are working on uh, two new cruise ships right now. Yeah. That that pr- both premiere later this year. Um, one in the summer and one in the one in the winter. So like, that's got a, some capital that's a tied lot of up stuff. right now. It's just yeah, not park centered. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's so. That's I always have to kind of remind myself, like, okay, Disney's got a lot of stuff on their plate. Yeah, and people are always going to look at, oh, the, here's an Orlando theme park, park versus park, right? And, and one's doing something while the other one's not really doing much. Yeah, but when you say company um, versus company, as far as the correct. footprint they have, there's the there's the, the game changer. Yeah. So yeah. While it was really cool to see all those you know new updates from from Universal, and again we talked about it when we were on episode 100 when we were talking to Gil, I'm more excited. I'm just as excited as anyone about the you know about this new park and getting to see it. Right? I, I mean, I oh, yeah. I love Harry Potter. I love all the Universal monsters, uh, minions. Man, we grew <laughs> up. Super Nintendo World might as well be our our childhood. Right? Oh yeah. Um. So it's I I'm I am very anxious and and curious about this park and and going to it, um, but you know we'll just, we have to wait and see we have to be fair to to both parties and and f- see what's what's happening, um, with all these. So, um, while I think on one hand Disney does need to say hey guys we need to get serious about all this, uh, I think it's I, I think it is important for those people out there to say hey. Let's let's zoom out a little bit and say, okay, let's be a little more fair yeah. about let, what let Universal have their moment in the sun for now. We got some shit coming, like yeah, and deservedly so, yeah, right, uh, yeah. So yeah. yeah, speaking of, I mentioned cruise lines, and it made me think. Um, we are inching closer, Ryan, to cruises. Yeah, and uh, I we got our luggage tags. In the other day. Oh, now it's getting real, oh, real. boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got our official Disney Cruise Line luggage tags sent to us for uh, for it. So it is it is becoming that much more real. Um, I cannot can't wait, Frank. I just I can't. I I think I'm I I I've already got like clothes and stuff like set to the side. Like uh, I'm almost like virtually. I've, I've already bought a Roosevelt <laughs> shirt for every dinner. Like I have a Roosevelt <laughs> shirt themed to each dinner. My man. Yeah. Yes. And I, I have not told y'all about them, so you'll just see them whenever the time comes. I have to uh, stop myself because I have to figure out how many Roosevelts am I going to not bring. Yeah. Uh, because uh, I just like, oh, this one would be perfect for this occasion. Or like, oh, <laughs> what's happening is, <laughs> is I want to like, li- sorry, listeners, this is going to be a little bit a of a, a little fanboy moment here because we love Roosevelt's. We love the company um, and just 
because it, it they they just get it and uh but it's like i have uh so like the ahsoka the summer snips right like i want to wear a star wars theme because i want to go to the hyperspace lounge yeah so i need a star wars shirt for that you gotta have the drip and then i want to go to the and then i want to go to the bayou lounge well i need something tiana inspired oh, i've right? got that uh <laughs> Uh, you know, 1923 <laughs> harkens back to the start of Disney. Well, I got to have some Steamboat Willie for oh, that. Oh, yes. Right? Oh, uh, and like, you go to yeah. dinner at Worlds of Marvel. Well, I've got to have something Marvel for that. So it's like, we just keep going. Then you got the frozen dinner. Yeah. You can't go to dinner at It's Arendelle. like you said, they right. just and get like, it. Well, <laughs> and then I'm going to the island. We're going to the island, right? So we got to get some island themed stuff going on. So. Now it's, my uh, island shirt yeah, it becomes a problem. My island shirt isn't Roosevelt, but it is. It was a shirt I bought at Disney, and it was the summertime uh, party Rex shirt. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. the one I'm wearing that's to the island. Because I'm not even I, getting off the boat. I've now, actually so. got. <laughs> I think I don't know what I'm gonna wear on. I'm I'm debate. I'm I'm still back and forth on what I'm gonna wear to get on the cruise ship on uh, embarkation day. Uh, but at some point, I am wearing. Uh, I did get uh, the uh, one of the floral Tommy Bahama uh, from. I picked it up at uh, the at Boutique at Polynesian. Um, oh, got one of the yeah. button ups there. It's super swaggy, lit. So <laughs> got that with a straw Might, hat. Oh yeah, gotta have the. Straw Might hat. I suggest checking out some of the options at offthemonorails dot com as well. Ooh. Now, hey, Justin. He, you might be previewing something here for the listening audience that hasn't been said yet. <laughs> there you go, people. Bum, 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 bum. You know, we like to theme our, our merchandise to to a lot of different things. And, you know, we just happen to be going on a Disney cruise. So there's not a whole lot of Disney cruise merchandise out there. I'm just saying. So, yeah. Wink, wink. It's a very, uh, very unsaturated market right now at this point. But with them adding ships to the fleet, it could be a more common thing. So, Keep a lookout. Yeah. We're about it. Yeah. We're here now, for Jordan, it. Now, uh, Jordan, one last thing uh, regarding the cruises. I am looking forward to the types of beer selections that they will offer oh, on the yes. ships. Oh. Or th will there be some, you know, Disney indigenous beers that are familiar with the parks? Or, you know, maybe we can reunite with our long lost buddy Tusker Lager somehow on, on one of the boats, maybe? Because, you know, they kind of go to different oh, countries and they have access to foreign brewers and I, i'm just i'm pipe dreaming here but never say never i would i would love i would love it um the place i'm probably looking forward to the most when it comes to beer offerings is the keg and compass mm -hmm. pub um it's got they they've done a lot of different beers uh themed they are disney themed uh, I'm not sure who's making them, but you can only get them there. They they do have some some different beers that are, you know, very popular around uh, you know around the U.S. Right, like you're gonna get your Kona's, um, your Sam Adams, your Kentucky Bourbon ales, uh, Guinness, Lagunitas, you know, Blue Moon, all those. Right, um, but they do have some specialty beers that you can only get there on the ship. Uh, they've got the Uncharted Lager. Uh, they've got a Twisted Tentacle Ale, and they've got a Maelstrom Stout. Maelstrom being, you know, little little throwback to uh, and giving some love to the old Norwegian um, mm -hmm. uh, attraction there. 
uh, at Epcot. So I, I'm I'm excited to go there. I, I will be joining the beer, the mug club, uh, which you can get your, your souvenir mug and discounted fills with Absolutely. it. Absolutely. As a classic gentleman should. Correct. So... Um, I, so yeah, I hope that I, will, I hope uh, Tiana's Bayou Lounge has a beat of Purple Haze because I will drink my body weight in that. They they do they oh, they well, actually have all uh, yeah it's just like Port Orleans they feature all a beat of uh, they even have a beat of root beer. All there. right, well oh, Disney there, Cruise yeah. Lines, go ahead and have a dolly ready to wheel me out of there. Yeah, <laughs> and the beignets are like two dollars. Lit. Oh, don't tell me that. Yeah. yeah. Man. yeah. Justin, don't Do worry. What do you uh, think dipping about sauces? You? Yes. Do I have the dipping sauce? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, God bless you. Mm. Well, we'll, we'll send you a uh, wish you were here, Justin, a postcard. Justin. Yeah, please do. Well, uh, fellas, you ready to to jump into uh, talking about some uh, Festival of the Arts? Boy, am I. Absolutely. I know uh, I got to hear a little teaser of some of these things uh, at our little get-together recently, so I'm ready for our listeners to... Yeah. Really be filled in. Yeah, it, it was it was a good one. Um, spoiler alert: I haven't had a chance to have everything at this year's festival, including some of the new items. So I am trying to find myself back there again uh, before the festival ends, as should anyone, uh, because this festival is awesome, uh, and you know get to try some of these some of the food items that I was really wanting to try. So Ryan, uh, you. Uh, you went a couple weeks ago. You're a little more removed from it than I am. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead and uh, this was and this was kind of a uh, revenge trip for you. It had been a several oh months God, uh, since it? you since you had returned to the park. So, why don't you uh, why don't you go ahead and kick us off with uh, with your your time there, and we'll uh, we'll uh, I'm sure dive thoroughly into these uh, food items. Yeah, yeah. Just a quick little synopsis of it. We were probably three months. Uh, from our last trip down, so we missed in the entirety of the holiday festivities uh, after Halloween for Disney, which was uh, the first time in like four years now. Uh, it, mm. it, it, mm. it hurt the heart, it hurt the soul, but the mm-hmm. schedules just couldn't make it happen. But man, it felt good, especially uh, we were there the day after opening day like technically we yeah, still had open Saturday. weekend we, yeah. we went saturday which was the day after yeah. the festival opened so it was still f- pretty fresh and um man we uh we spent eight hours at epcot and we only rode two rides if that tells you how deep we went into world showcase <laughs> and just yeah checking out art exhibits uh my kids actually bought some art i'll go into detail on that in a minute but um yeah, it was just, it felt good. It felt so good. Like, there were times where we'd just get food and get a table, and we'd stand there for 30 minutes, even if we were done eating, and just look over World Showcase Lagoon. And it was, like, really cold this weekend, like, uncharacteristically cold. So mm-hmm. we were mm-hmm. able to have Spirit Jersey on full flex. Um, actually got <laughs> to see some rare characters by the America Pavilion. We got to see Geppetto. I actually took some pictures with him, put that in the stories. Um, and of course we've seen Pluto and Tigger and Pluto absolutely yeeted Avery across the head with his nose. Um, (laughs) I have that video and I've made a couple of edits of it that are hilarious. So I, (laughs) 
on the brink of this episode coming out, I may uh, uh, go ahead and post them to the socials because I'm sure people will get a laugh out of them. And side note, <laughs> yeah. Avery is completely fine. Uh, she gets hit in the face all the time because she is wild and rambunctious <laughs> and she hits everything. Uh, she thought it was funny actually and laughed. So and Pluto felt so bad. He was he he hugged her for like almost a whole minute afterwards because he felt so bad. But we were all laughing. I I, I thought it was great. She's the third kid, so nobody yeah. cares if she gets hurt. But <laughs> third kid syndrome, man. Um, Damn. Yeah, a day at Epcot, a day at Magic Kingdom. Um, mm-hmm. Got to meet some interesting people that I talked about a couple episodes back. Um, some people yeah. I met while just having a beer at America Pavilion, and it's just these, it's these unique Disney interactions we have with people, and it's for some reason. They they only seem to happen on Disney property, and I think it's just we've said time and time again people sharing mindsets that it's just meeting new people and talking and yeah. finding out how yeah. similar or different some people are, but you're all there for one reason, and that's the beauty of yeah. it. But yeah, um, I'll kick it off right now for the food, and um, I'll go over some of the art probably towards the end because we'll discuss some of the, yeah. the additional exhibits, and whatever. And um, mm-hmm. I'm going alphabetical order here because I'm actually I'm such a damn nerd. I um, I put you got the book, don't you? I have the book, the festival booklet, and I have check marks beside each thing that I ate, and I put notes on what each thing was. So yeah, as far as food booths go, alphabetically, we're going to start with Cuisine Classique, and this is the food booth that is between Creations and Test Track. If you you mm-hmm. know, yep. So it's kind of like the main walkway. And, can uh, we talk about? Sorry, Ryan. No, can we just talk about how they threw me for a loop by rearranging these food booths this year? Yeah, some of them were like polar <laughs> opposite from where they were yeah. years past. Yes, I, I just sorry. I it threw. I was like, this booth doesn't belong here. It's not supposed to be here. It, but and that's the thing sorry, too. This was one of them. Some of them didn't even flow good with like where they were located. Yeah. So yeah. trust me, you're not alone there. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. But um, the only <laughs> thing we had here was the Beef Wellington, which yeah, by no account was it bad at all. <laughs> it was fantastic. Uh, just the smell of them grilling the beef tenderloin was mm-hmm. enough to create the lines that it had. Um, and really, mm-hmm. it wasn't super busy the day we were there. There were some decent lines, and we didn't get there until right when World Showcase opened because we had virtual queues for Cosmic Rewind and did that before we did anything. But, um, yeah, while uh, while the Beef Wellington was the only thing we had from this booth, uh, the muscles did look fantastic. Like, the presentation yeah. looked great. We had the We had the muscles last year. We got them again this year. It was it was good. They're PEI muscles. Um, yeah, they were really good. And it's hearty too. You get the bread with it. Yeah. Uh that little the broth. Um, they yeah, they're good. I will say, you know, when we were there, uh, we were there, I was there two days and uh I was there on Saturday pretty much all day during the day, and I was back there again uh Sunday evening. Uh Sunday evening the line was shorter, um, but Saturday during the day when we were there and when we got the muscles, it was probably a good 20 minute wait or so at least, mm. but Damn. it was good. I don't know if it was waiting in line 20, 25 minutes. Good, but it was good. That's fair. All right. 
Uh, well, conveniently enough, the next one on the list is just about 30 steps away, which is the deconstructed dish. So if you just keep walking towards Test Track, there's like a little path that kind of cuts past um, yes. the first booth. Um, here they have basically deconstructed dishes that are familiar American favorites. And um, we tried both of the food items on on this one. So we'll start with the deconstructed okay. BLT. <clears throat> this was fantastic by all accounts. Um, only thing I didn't truly care for was the watercress espuma, which to me was like lettuce foam. Yeah. Yeah. It, it didn't uh, taste good by itself, but when you put it on the onion bread with the pork belly, it made sense because it yeah. gave you that lettuce element. Yeah. I, I had, um, yeah, this is one of our favorites from years past. Uh, this is one that actually the placement of this booth threw me for a loop because it normally is over by World Showcase, like yes. by the Lagoon, yep, uh, by Port of Entry, and um, this. So while I was looking forward to this BLT, the deconstructed BLT, it was one of my favorites from years past. My particular dish was a little dry, like the pork belly had gotten dried oh, no. out. Um, so it was not, it was not the best representation of this booth. Um, and we had the key, the deconstructive key lime pie. I, I said in our preview that it's pretty good. Um, but it's not my favorite key lime dish, um, at the festivals, but yeah, that's why, I, that's why I thought of the, of this booth altogether was my, my yeah. BLT. I, I do agree that you have to eat it all together. Um, so like the fact that it's deconstructed doesn't do any favors for you, except it looks different as a presentation. It's very artsy. Yeah. But I do, I, I recommend scooping it and making it bites of everything yeah. at once versus keeping it separate. Yeah. The, the deconstructed key lime pie was pretty good. And, you know, we've like with your account, uh, you said that your pork belly was dry. We have. We have given booths the benefit of a doubt with sometimes it's just a freshness issue that it's not a, a quality issue. It's just a, yeah. a luck of the draw thing. If you kind of catch the tail end of a batch that was made and, you know, if you, you know, heard what I just said a couple of minutes ago, we were there right when World Showcase opened. So everything was fresh and mm -hmm. that may mm -hmm. be why maybe some of my takes may be a little better on, on some instances. But yeah, the key lime pie was cool has like the little flexible curd there with the graham cracker uh like ball yeah. almost. Um only yeah. thing I didn't care for was the meringues. It's like it's, I it's hate like the eating, meringues. It's like eating dried glue to me. If I it was them. just like heavy whipped cream, it'd be so much better. Yeah. And Justin, I said that right when we were previewing this festival, I said, when we, this dish in particular, I was like you did. Don't I do not even touch them. No. It's <laughs> like um you did. Yeah, it's like eating a stale, uh, one of them like soft it's peppermints. It's like styrofoam, yeah. man. Yeah, it's like, like, it's like eating styrofoam. Yes. Yes. You might as well eat that. I will that's say, what it tastes like. I had the Wicked Weed uh, Belgian Blonde Wit Beer at this booth. Yes. Fantastic. Yes. Yes. Fan freaking tastic. Yes. And that previews well as well. Yeah. We called that one. Yeah. It's, it's always a, a festival classic, festival favorite. So. Glad it lived up to its expectation. Yeah. So the next one in my book, <clears throat> I actually didn't get nothing here because the line was so ridiculously long and there was no way in hell I was waiting in it. Um, but Pop Eats. So Jordan, did you did you return to your favorite? Yeah, 
yeah, Pop Eats is definitely a favorite. It's, I mean, if you look in off the, in the shop at offthemonorails.com, there's a reason why there is a uh, a shirt with a can, a can of tomato soup and grilled cheese. Um, it's it's the classic. It's it's it. This booth epitomizes this festival, uh, in my opinion, and yeah. uh, especially from years past. I think you know, I think the Odyssey Building slowly becoming more festival centric um mm-hmm. for this festival in particular but uh but yeah pop eats is definitely the booth that speaks to me for this festival overall uh they've gotten rid of a couple of things that they brought back a lot of, uh, you know some of the things as well like the grilled cheese so i i, I got i opted for the standard grilled cheese in tomato soup here uh, versus the one with pimento cheese and the fried green tomato uh, and bacon in it um and this is just simply because i just i wanted i I had that one plenty of times last year, so I just wanted the classic. And I think just wanted to venture back out. Bare bones. Yeah, and I think it's like five ninety five for the dish for like half a grilled cheese and a can of tomato soup. And it's hearty, it's filling, um, it's it's great. I think it's a great bargain, uh, really, uh, for for a festival. And you and don't hear Disney that too often. Food item. Yeah, yeah, you don't. Know uh, that often. It, it might be one of the best values for your for your money spent at this festival. Um, so, it just you know, take that for what it's worth. But yeah, it's always a classic for me. I, I love it. I did not get to try the new um, the new cake there. They they previously had that almond uh, cake uh, right. in previous years. They got rid of that. They brought in this new cake. This uh, like paint splatter looking cake. I didn't have that yet. Um, I've he- I've heard mixed opinions on on that but uh hoping i can get a chance to try that but that's what i had at this booth um this year was the uh was the classic uh, grilled cheese with tomato soup i like it um next up is deco delights uh again this is one i didn't get a chance to get an item from so jordan yeah beer flight neapolitan beer flight okay you got your chocolate mm. you got your vanilla and you got yep. your strawberry i had this one last it's, year it's great get it uh, i w- I will say another great item. I didn't personally get it, um, but um, people that were in our party uh, got uh, the espresso martini here. Uh, in the glass at the bottom of the flute uh, is chocolate covered espresso beans. Oh hell yeah! Uh, so oh, see, yeah, yeah. So it's it's a it was a very good, very authentic, very good, straight to solid the solid espresso martini. Uh, so, Boyd and Blair potato vodka featured in that. So if you're looking for espresso martini. Uh, at the festival, go grab it because it's probably one of the best uh, best drinks for the festival. And I was hoping that would live up to a, a positive. Yeah, frame. I've heard yeah, all good things about that. that. All right, so yeah. turning the page now in my little handy dandy booklet, we are at, of course, a place I'm going to as as long as I'm able to. When I set foot in Epcot, <laughs> I'm going to Refreshment Port. Yeah, and um, yeah, I got the gnocchi poutine. And let me tell you, mm-hmm. it kicks standard poutine's ass. Ooh, kicks yeah. its ass, especially since they changed the fries at Epcot for the refreshment port. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. fried gnocchi poutine with the red wine braised beef cheese curds and the burrata cheese. Dude, there was so much meat on this. It was yes. like shredded meat, but then a giant chunk of like roast on top of it. Yes. Yeah. I I agree. The that. portion was great on the meat. The burrata was good. Yep, crack that burrata uh, with that, out. Ugh. 
Yeah. Stop. I wish the burrata. I wish I could have more burrata. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if there's a, a such thing as too much burrata. Yeah, I want like four but, of them uh, on there. Yeah. Um, I will say the yoki for me uh, at some points was a little too crispy. Like I, I could see that. I yeah. wish it was a little softer. And I get why it. I get why they they they're kind of cranking. For lack of a better term, cranking the the crispiness level up on that is to give that texture difference, right? Because yeah, everything the gravy else is on that dish is the gravy and gets soggy and right. Uh, so for that purpose, I get it, but just personally, I would. That's that was the only drawback to the dish, and I was I was just wish I was like, man, I wish this was just a little less crispy, um, for on the yoki and um what, a little bit you know retain a little bit of that doughiness. Yeah, is what I wanted that some of that chew. Tender. Yeah, yeah. Because gnocchi yeah. has like a doughy chew to it, because it's basically a dumpling. Sure, exactly. Yeah, it's potato dumpling, right? Yeah. So it, I, that's what I wanted from it. it. I'll tell you too. I don't know if yours was like this, Ryan, but man, salty, salty. Mine wasn't super salty, thankfully. And um, one thing I would say too, like the, like regular poutine has like just a brown like beef based gravy on it. Yeah. But the 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 gravy that was with this red wine braised beef, it was a mix. Red wine, yeah. It was a mix between yeah. a marinara and a brown gravy, like a little blend of yeah. both. It had a sweetness to it. Yeah, that red is the red wine yeah, that reduction through on there. Yeah, yep. It was yeah. ridiculous. Um, yeah, I will say too. I just want to point out this poutine is ten dollars. Yeah, it's. I think it's a little high. I think it's a little high. It was. The portion was a little better than standard poutine. I will say that. It was. But still yep, $10. Yep. I, I could see it being $750. That's, yeah. that's fair. Yeah. I'm cool with seven, seven fifty, eight bucks even. Um, $10. Give me give me, yeah, give me some more burrata. Yeah, you're not the Italy booth. Give me an extra scoop of burrata on that. Okay? Yeah, exactly. Um, Damn, we're shitting on Italy yeah, booth we'll again. Um, <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> so... I don't know. It's good. It, you know, I will, I will, I will get it again. Uh, I just, you know, just it just comes with with you know. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta know these things going into it. So, if you haven't had it yet, then you know what to expect now. Yeah. So just to hop, skip, and jump away from refreshment port, we have the gourmet landscapes, which is our Canada booth. Um, mm. I, mm. I did not get to partake in this one because by the time I ate the gnocchi poutine, I was so disgusted with myself. Yeah. So Jordan, yeah, this is one I had to come back. Yeah. I figured. Yeah. This is one I had to come back for. And yeah, it's, I mean, this doesn't disappoint. I'm, I'm so glad they brought these one, these dishes back from last year, the mushroom risotto on point. But they did so the well. Bowl last marrow, year. Yeah. Again. Yeah. And then that double Rattler, that raspberry Rattler, it's, it is one of the best drinks at the festival. Uh, it was last year, continues to be this year. Uh, it's it's one that I went back for seconds and thirds last year. Uh, it's it's that good, and I uh, so I I got all three of those uh, items this year again, and again just super super tasty. So uh, I again I think this is a great opportunity for people to go out there, and you don't see bone marrow too often, and so I would recommend this dish. Um, to try at least, um, you know, get a little adventurous with it. I, out of all the booths I didn't visit, this was the one I did. I, I regret though was Canada because I wanted to try that bone marrow yeah. so bad. 
It's I'm mad. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. And that mushroom risotto is man, just it kicks ass. It's so good. It's I I, I need to try to replicate that at home because it is so good. So um, moving to the art de la cuisine. So the art of cuisine in France. Did uh, anybody have the that was pleasure a good interpretation, buddy? Yeah, thank you. Uh, did anybody have the <laughs> pleasure of stopping at this? establishment i i personally did not uh visit this visit this booth at all um walked walked right past it uh but i did not uh did not partake the bread the brie bread bowl was the item from this booth that was on my list to to get so if i had to stop there again or if i you know attend the festival again i'll probably try to stop by and grab that um, but that is the only item that I kind of had listed there. I wasn't interested in that salmon. Yeah, yeah, no, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what about um, vibrant and vivid? The Encanto, the kitchen. Bronte and Vivido. Yeah, dude, this booth rocks. Tell me about it. This booth, dude, the empanada, so good, hearty, spicy. Which you don't get a lot from Disney, yeah. So always happy to see it when it when it's there. Um, this was a favorite from last year. Uh, it was again a, a favorite from this year. What was it stuffed with? Uh, it's a beef empanada, but they they potatoes they put some, it's spicy inside, mm, yeah, potatoes in, in, inside as well. Uh, and then they've got this like this spice blend, and then they put it like a a, a sauce on top. Um, I'm not sure if it shows on your Ooh. menu there, Ryan, what it, what's on there, but it. It's good. It is tasty. Uh, it has a turmeric aioli and an, an auto aioli, so a, a drizzle of each. And it's a heavy oh, drizzle, man. too. Yeah. This was actually the first booth we visited um, at the festival. And uh, But the I, I will say that um, the, 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 cheese, the cheesecake or the passion fruit mm-hmm. um, dish that they had there as the dessert item was also super, super good, too. That was surprising. That was a new item this year, and I it was I liked it a lot. I'm a little upset that they didn't have the soup from last year. Yeah, that's what yeah you know, we talked about that um, in our preview. Is yeah you know, that soup was super good. It was spicy. Again, it was a great dish from last year. Um, I don't know. I don't know if they got feedback that it just wasn't that a lot of people didn't like it or something, or maybe it was too spicy for people, or I don't know. Um, maybe it was too hard to eat on the go. Yeah, I, I will say that. Like that was one you had to definitely sit down and enjoy, especially because of the corn on the cob element to it and stuff. But this booth was really good. We had the non-alcoholic smoothie too that was there. Um, came in this nice little souvenir plastic cup. Um, it was it was. This is a great booth, all around great booth. Let's see here. What do we have up next? Tangerine Cafe, Flavors of the Medina. This is at Morocco. Did you yeah. uh, stop through here? No, I, I, I did not stop here. I passed by only because we typically we typically do stop here. And, you know, you know what you're getting, right? You know you're getting a good bread service. You know you're oh, going to yeah. get good kebabs. And you know you're going to get uh, good hard ciders. Um, and we had literally, you know, our first stop was Bronte and Vivido. And I wanted to make a beeline to the next place, so I decided, you know, we'll we'll skip for, you know Tangerine Cafe for now and come back later if we if we really are filling some um, some kebabs. Yeah, that's kind of the same sentiment here that we had already e- eaten so much stuff, and um, there's a 
there's a pavilion that's right near Morocco, kind of before it, uh, that I got a lot of stuff mm-hmm. from. So that's what really did me in. You'll understand when we get to it. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, next one up is Goshiki at the Japan Pavilion. Uh, this is one I didn't get to yeah. go to myself again because I ate like a fat ass everywhere else. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, we visited this one and we got a lot of things from it. Um, nice. First of all, sushi donut, tasty. I mean, you're talking about like uh, sashimi style sushi, right? Uh, in this donut, uh, re- really thin slice. You get in several different options uh, of you know varieties of, of sushi. Um, with the rice, it good, you know, just good, solid, um, sushi, uh, the Wagyu bun, very impressed with it. Uh, this is probably might be one of the, you know, the new items on the, on the, for the festival, um, that I got to try so far. This is up there on the list of go get it. Um, the, the mochi, the Chigo mochi, uh, was, different i'll say that it was i don't know i'm i'm a little i'm a little between on how i felt about that mochi would i get it again i don't think so i don't think the i don't think the size the portion the flavor the flavor i don't think it's worth the five six bucks that it was um but the beer the orange ipa here solid yeah solid ipa solid ipa very surprising uh so if yeah, if you're uh, looking at um, looking at beer options, this is a, this was a different one to try. I usually don't hear that booth being known for Correct. its beer. Nah, Japan Correct. and China have some sleeper beers, so, ma'am. Yeah, you, I, yeah, you, uh, no one talks about them, but this was this was a really good, a really good beer, really good beer. A little drier, um, definitely on the the bitterness level was up there, um, so a little higher on the IBUs, but the flavor was absolutely there it was really good i mean it was a great way to wash down that wagyu bun and it complimented the sushi donut as well i'll say that yeah so usually if i if i swing through china or japan i, I typically favor china and i don't even go for the festival booth because they have the Tao beer in the very back of the pavilion oh, yeah. where you can buy yep. from the little beer fridge man that's yeah probably one of my favorites easily <laughs> that is a good one yeah it's a good one but um moving on now into my little booklet we are at the artist table at the American Pavilion, and um, mm-hmm. they had the duck and dumplings and the hummingbird cake uh, on the menu again. But by this time, we had already eaten everything that we wanted, and we were super full. Uh, we had both of these last year, and they were fantastic. They looked exactly the same as as last year, uh, except the hummingbird cake was instead of like a log form, it was more of like a um, a cupcake or like it's a little gone. small pound yeah. cake form. Yeah, they um, kind of domed it this year. Yeah. Ooh. And um, yeah. but I got the Lost Coast Brewery peanut butter chocolate milk stout here, and I sent you guys a picture yes. of it, and it looked like oh, spent yes. motor oil because it was so dark. Yeah. But fellas, I'm gonna tell you, probably the best beer I had at the festival. It's delicious. It was Ooh, delicious. Heavy yeah. peanut butter, but I, man, that 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 molasses like chocolate malt finish. Oh. Yeah. I went, I, I had to go on, I had to go in the stories on IG and say, just, Hey, if you're at this festival, go, go grab this stout because it is, 
<laughs> it was so good. Yeah. It was so good. It complimented the hummingbird cake very well. Oh, I bet. I'll tell you, that hummingbird cake is so sweet. Oh, my goodness. Yes, it it's is. It's so sweet. Very dense. Um, it's good, but damn, it's sweet. And uh, that stout, <laughs> it just if it went very well with it. I got also got the Wicked Weed beer here as well. Um, and that was, that was a solid beer as well. Um, but that stout, it stands out yeah. tremendously. Who makes that stout? Uh, Lost Coast. And then Wicked Weed makes the mm. Pineapple Daydream that, that Jordan talked about also. So make sure you look those up, folks. Yeah. Try and find it. Yeah, definitely. If I can find that stout, I'm going to look out. Because yeah, that stout, I'm, I'm wanting to try. That it. would be a it great was... smashable beer <laughs> for a nice yeah. bonfire. Oh, my goodness. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. Just get by a fire. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, that's s'mores, uh, that stout that I had at uh, oh, International. Oh, yeah. Festival of the Holidays. Yeah. That's the one. I could that see that too. peanut butter chocolate milk stout pairing good with s'mores around a fire at Fort Wilderness. Oh my goodness. Hallelujah. Tell me. Damn. Tell he me just, about it. He just cracked he cracked the code. He just cracked yep. the code, ladies and gentlemen. That's the key to that happiness. That is him. <laughs> All right. Uh. Well, before we get spun off on a tangent here, <laughs> I'm gonna save us while I can. We're gonna move to uh probably one of the biggest kill joys of any festival which is the italy booth um yeah i'll walk right past i'll that. walk right by walk it right past didn't it. care i don't want your ten dollar no. quarter size piece of mozzarella with 10 shitty dipping sauces <laughs> yeah exactly right, so italy is getting shit on again. again yeah so moving on all right so for this next one the pastoral palette i ordered everything on this <laughs> menu this is germany as always I ordered yes. everything. Shocker alert. I ordered the whole menu. I said, give me everything. Me too. And I me had too. to recruit two I, of yeah. my kids to carry shit for me. <laughs> yep. I, I literally said, when we walked up to the booth to order, I was like, I'll take one of everything, please. <laughs> All right. It's <laughs> and, and on my list, right? So I have my list that I make before the festival. Does, does like it what make I sense that we're of German descent? <laughs> so that, yeah, that, it literally, oh, it just connect literally, the dots. It literally just says everything. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that's on my list. <laughs> that's what mine says. <laughs> if you want a pavilion that just hits every festival, just go to Germany. It doesn't matter. They every don't festival. miss. They don't it's miss. So, good. so yeah. we'll just go down the list and we'll just share sentiments because I know everything was fantastic. <laughs> so first off, yes. red wine braised beef short rib with the parsnip puree. And the broccolini and the blistered baby tomatoes. Hemothy. And the balsamic glaze. So, the kicker. Jesus. Jesus, take the wheel. Yeah. This is damn good. Uh yeah. The all, here's the weird here's the weird part. Why were the tomatoes cold? Yeah. Like they were blistered, they were roasted, but they're blistered, they but then they hot. Then they got then they yeah, then they got chilled. Everything else on the dish is hot. Okay. But the the tomatoes were blistered, so they're right. And, but then they chilled them. See, I don't understand why they were cold. I thought that that was a freshness issue on my end, but now that you say that, that's by design. I don't know if it was like to cleanse the palate or like shock the palate or something. I don't know. There's got to be something. I would rather them be there. hot though, because correct, like correct. I, you know, I kind of like busted the tomato and let the the juices kind of mix with like the parsnip puree okay. and then the balsamic okay. glaze and okay. got a little piece of the meat and the tomatoes that like bright sweetness 
kind of cut the balsamic glaze because it's a little tart and tangy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The kids loved it. My kids ate their own entire portion of it. Oh, this like yeah. they this crushed it, and that 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 chunk of meat they gave us was just plastic fork tender. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I might have eaten mine with a spoon. Oh, <laughs> not a drop to be spared. <laughs> no, <laughs> I love it. So, Absolutely needless not. to say, that dish was found in the book of Himalayans one one. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh, we ain't even okay. got started yet. Let's get on this black forest cake. And you're talking about <laughs> oh my like a, um, what, decadent. Yeah. What what do you call that type of cake? Uh, a souffle, like a souffle style cake, yeah. with mm-hmm. uh, um. Morello cherry filling, mm. and then the chocolate mm. mousse on top with the the fresh mm. cherry compote around it, like mm-hmm. a cherry relish. Yes, yes, yes. Boy, let me tell you, that just sounds good. Boy, let oh, me gosh. tell you, if your mouth is not watering right now, there is something wrong. Well, and like the cherries were were sweet enough that it cut the bitterness of the dark chocolate that dark was chocolate, yeah on the cake. See that's it that's was, what yeah. I like to hear. Balance, pure balance. Yeah, and the textures yeah. were just on point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And you got the flight right. I got both. Yeah, yeah. I got yeah everything, it, all of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. E. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The uh, in yeah. the the eighty one bay rose blonde ale. <sighs> Super good. Uh, the froze, I mean, all of it's great. Yeah, I mean the froze, the, the rose good. hard cider, the froze. I mean, yeah, you, it's it's a good time. It's a good time. It, it's it's the one. Got it going on. Yeah, I would I would go to this booth in Canada every time I visited this festival. And I yeah, I could like, give a shit about anything else. Else, every time, every time, like no matter what, go to those booths next. We have the painted panda at China. And oh, do- hold on, buddy. I'm gonna stop you right there. I'm not gonna let you skip over one of my favorite items from this fe- festival this year. Oh, tell me. So to go into China from yes Germany. Yep, I, you gotta go by refreshment outpost. A sleeper. And for whatever reason, they decided, hey. Let's put some of the best beers at this year's festival at the refreshment outpost so people can walk right past they it. They always do. Because the blueberry mochi burliner, oh my goodness. It guys. Was that the shocker of the uh festival? If the if the stout from America is not the best beer at the festival, this might be. Ooh. I take your word on that because our palettes on beer seem to be pretty similar. Now we're we talking was, festival best. That's what I'm saying, man. I'm saying if wow. you put me in a lineup and you give me this beer with a couple others that we've already talked about or will talk about, I might pick this one overall. Man. It's it's good. That means something. That it's means good. something come from both of y'all. Ryan, does it on uh, the booklet, does it say who who makes this beer? I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, Parish Brewing. Yes, that's right. Parish, our boys at Parish Brewing, they they've made some others of our favorites from other festivals as well. Uh, I think they were uh, food and wine. I remember them having a pretty good showing of food and wine too. So, yeah, this is. Please don't skip this. If you like Burliners, 
go go try this beer. It's fantastic. It only comes in a big boy. You're getting like a 16 or 20 ounce pour of this thing. So enjoy it. So for those that are like me, what is a burned liner? So it's a German style beer, but it's typically lighter. Um, typically, typically it's a little fruit forward. Um, and of course, this one being blueberry, uh, it was more, it definitely had blueberry uh, flavors to it. Um, it can be slightly bitter. Um, the mochi part of that, uh, of this particular beer, I uh, gave it a little extra bitterness, uh, but it's a, it's a really well-balanced. The ABVs are normally lower. Uh, normally you're going to get sub 5.5 on the ABV. Uh, and it's just normally Berliners are a very drinkable beer, uh, a little bit on the sweeter side, like I said, because of the fruit forward nature of them. Uh, but very drinkable, great for warmer weather. Um, it's great, t- like springtime beer. Okay. So very similar nature you, to a Rattler. Yeah, yeah. It's just the non-juice version of a Rattler. <laughs> if you, yeah. Well, that's a that's a life lesson that our listeners need to take is when you're walking in that area between China and Germany, and you make that little slight right hand corner. Don't sleep on that little booth that's over to the left. Always look. Always look to see what they have because they always have something. Always. I apologize for skipping over it. That is um, sacrilegious. I, it's all right. Yeah. I forgive you. We all make mistakes in life. That's all. Yeah, we learn. But, um, yeah, backtracking a little bit now, uh, the Panda Panda over in China, I did not get anything from this booth. No, me either. The chicken is definitely uh, one of my favorites, but I did not uh, did not partake yet. Uh, what about Mexico. El Artista Ambriento. So this is this is one that I have not gotten to try yet. That is high on my list. I, and if you, for those that listened to the preview episode that me and Justin did a few weeks back, um, you know, the, I put that lobster tostada as my number one new item to try at this year's festival, and it's just I couldn't get to it because the line for this booth was in at any time that I passed insane. it. 30 minutes plus. Yeah. And I just, I just couldn't, I just couldn't do that to the rest of my party. Um, so I decided to, to skip out on it. I'm trying to get back again so I can, so I can have it. Um, but yeah, I haven't had it yet. Were you able to get a, a general consensus from seeing other guests? I haven't, I have, I haven't even, I, I actually kept myself away from any reviews uh, of it because I wanted to have my own true opinion of the dish. And um, so I, I don't know anything about it. I haven't even seen a picture of it, so I don't even know how okay, it's. I was about to see say, have you seen it yet? Okay. No. All right. Well, next one up is the Craftsman's Courtyard near Disney Traders. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got a beverage from this booth, and uh, I went against my better judgment because I was going to get the coffee old fashioned, but I got the uh, the brew dog. Nitro oatmeal stout, mm. pretty damn good. Wasn't the best beer I've ever had, but it was, it was really good. Okay, that's about it. You should, I mean, coffee old fashioned is. If you're looking for a, a cocktail at the festival, that one's got to be it. In my, I mean, it's it was great last year. It's great this year. Uh, yeah, I can't really say much. Nothing more. much more. Yeah, yeah it's it. It might change your. It might change your life. I don't know. 
but it might. That good. Next up, we have Figment's Inspiration Station at the Odyssey Building. Oh, and, yeah. Um, much like Germany, I ordered the whole damn menu. <laughs> <laughs> and um, honestly, the uh, the rainbow cake last year I didn't care for. This yeah. year, I liked it a lot. Really? Well, the, the half a bite I got because my kids ate it all. Um, okay. They did something different with the freeze-dried Skittles this year. They weren't like chewing on fish tank gravel. They were a little bit more, <laughs> they had a little bit more soft bite to them. Okay. And that's the whole, that's the entire reason I skipped that dish. Yeah. They because were I was like, I'm not, I'm not dealing with it. No. Yeah. And okay. thankfully enough, the cake itself is very uh, simple. It's just like a, it's, it's like, it's very colorful, but it's all just like yeah. a vanilla sheet cake, just thin with the, the vanilla icing. And, mm-hmm. um, the skittles that are on top of it is what gives it the the sweetness and the you know the the personality i guess yeah yeah um, yeah was very tastefully done this year a lot better um the blueberry filled pastry tart great it just it reminds me of it's one solid. of the tarts from Woody's lunchbox at hollywood studios yep fantastic yep, exactly and um yep. i'm just going down the list here then it shows the figment premium popcorn bucket it is obvious that i got one of those because that shit was all over the socials <laughs> the day i was Me down too. there um it's a great popcorn bucket like i love it i love how it lights up it's it's there's a little more to it than some of the past popcorn buckets like you know it has like five different lighting settings yeah and um it's yeah. just it's a great homage to the imagination pavilion and being that there is a figment movie in the works i i really hope that the imagination pavilion gets some some love and some money sprinkled its way yeah because yeah. it needs it and it's just it's such a great building such a great area really um, it is i love I, it it's and to that point too, Ryan, like I felt like this the bucket is almost to the level that a lot of the ones from like Tokyo. Very much right, so. Right, where like Tokyo has some incredible popcorn buckets and merchandise. And I think this one was this might be the most radical popcorn bucket they've made. Yeah. To date. Yeah. I'm trying to get you know, that uh, um, that Tokyo at Walt Disney World group popcorn bucket. Oh yeah. Have you seen that thing? Oh yeah. Yes. Oh I I've actually I've actually got a website that will ship the Tokyo merchandise here. Oh good to the grief. States. Don't tell you me can that. Order from it. Yeah. I just yeah. got away from eBay, so please don't tell me that. <laughs> Dude, I uh, it's yeah, it's it's dangerous. Uh and yeah, they have all the popcorn buckets. But um mm. I digress. Uh yeah, I'm I hope that they I hope that somehow the Imagination Pavilion gets a little bit of extra love and attention and people will give. It's funny because you think about Figment, you think about the fanfare that Figment has, right? Especially the meet and greet. They don't bring in Figment meet and greet if there's not going to be a demand for it. Yeah. Right. We got to do that on our last, on this trip, uh, meet Figment for the first time. At least I got to meet Figment for the first time. Um, and But before that, we went on the ride, and the ride's a walk-on, right? Like, the no wait whatsoever. Literally, we walked up and got into the ride vehicle. Yeah. Um, I, like, we got to do something about that. 
right? Like there needs to something needs to happen with that. Well, here's the thing. Um, Maybe that's the purpose of the movie. It, yeah, yeah. But here, here's my thing. <clears throat> we were fans of Figment before the popcorn bucket phrase two years or the popcorn bucket craze two years ago. Yeah, we loved True. Figment before then. And now you have people that are like fair weather fans because the Figment popcorn bucket was all the craze, you know. 2021 people went ape <laughs> yeah. shit over it 2022 they tried to capture lightning in a bottle for a second year in a row and they ended up selling surpluses of them with no limit of quantity yeah. that you could buy yeah and it's, it's yeah. like it's almost like nobody gave a shit who travis kelsey was until he was dating taylor swift it's kind of like <laughs> that if you, if you know what i mean um yeah yeah figment was down the entire day when we were there <laughs> that's was a shame Oh, okay. Because I wanted to write it Dang. so bad. And of course, Olivia, yeah. she had on her off the monorails figment bucket hat, had her bucket around her neck. Oh, yeah. Like she was full blown steroids flex yeah. for figment. And um, that was a little bit of a damper for the day. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Sorry, we were in the middle of food and we got really sidetracked. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, what do we call this? Figment tracked? What? Yeah, figgy. Getting figgy with it. Getting figgy with it. No, 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 no. Well, continuing with the menu then, since we're off of our little rant, uh, the grape smoothie, it was more milk flavor than it was grape, but also by design because it had the Skittles in it. It was weird last year. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. The Skittles give it the sweetness, kind of like the cake does. They kind of dial back the sweetness on the smoothie. and uh, But the beer and cider flights both were absolutely fantastic. Love, loved each and every one of them. Uh, nothing bad Agreed. to say. I drank the hell out of them. <laughs> yep. But yeah. Um, that wraps up the food booths. So, um, Jordan, what other fine festivities did you dig into? Uh, well, you know, I'm a fan of art. Uh, I've come away with some art pieces every year from this festival. And this year was no exception. Um, I have a few pieces that I talked about when we were previewing this festival uh, by David Buckley. Um, they're actually behind me here in the office. And uh, he posted a several uh, art pieces that he was going to have at this, at this year's festival on his socials. And so I sought those out and picked up one of them. It's a, it's a Muppets Haunted Mansion uh, illustration uh, with them in the Doom Buggy. Uh, so oh, it's really cool. It's Miss Miss Piggy as Madame Leota floating along the side. And of then, course, of course. Yeah, it's uh really really cool, um, really cool uh, artwork. And then I've got a couple uh, wrapped canvases this year. Uh, one got for my my mom who is celebrating her birthday, um, and so got her a nice uh, uh, ratatouille piece. Uh, on canvas and then oh, nice. uh, got my wife uh this really cool i can't remember the artist we'll we'll throw these up on the on on the socials uh to get these artists some love um and attention because they definitely deserve it, it the the can- canvas i got for her was this kind of like uh i don't know what you call the style but it's a bunch of like Kind of like polygons, polygons everywhere, like but they all made up. It was very abstract, kind of mosaic-ish a little bit too. 
Uh, but they made up Cheshire Cat. Oh. Um, so I got her that canvas as well. Uh, so we we walked away the, with a few pieces. Uh, got uh, got Gibson him. I uh, got him a, a small uh, print of uh, a haunted mansion um, uh, art piece that uh, that he liked as well. Um, so yeah, just you know, all around it was it was really cool to to have to you know always take. It's always cool to take a little piece of the festival back home with you in that fashion, and and also support support some great artists, right? Um, and when they're there too, you might you you know, might get you know, some signatures, which we did on a couple of them uh, with the artists being there in person. So that's always fun too. So yeah, how about you, how about yourself? I know you you purchased you made a couple purchases. You told us about that. Uh, any spotlights? Yeah. Um, well, I, I totally totally regret it now. Uh, I had a David Doss in my hands at the America Pavilion, and it was a like a long, upright rectangle style with three different prints on it. And it was yeah. the original 1971 Cinderella Castle, and then the 25th anniversary birthday cake castle with uh-huh. the 50th anniversary castle below it. Okay. Oh, and I man. regret nice. with cool. the entirety of my being not getting them. <laughs> so if it's there next year, I will get it. But mm. uh, my two oldest daughters, they bought uh, pieces from Alan Fox, and he was over by the Germany Pavilion, and uh, they're 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 Swifties, so he had some Taylor Swift portraits that he had done of her like live in concert. So oh, they okay. each chose, yeah, they each chose a, a print that they liked, and they were already hand signed on the front, but he was present there. And he actually wrote them a message on the back of their uh, pictures uh, with their name and uh, his signature in 2024 Walt Disney World. So, like, there's a timestamp on it, which I think is really cool. That's how you do it. And um, it actually, on the back of the the photos, it has, like, a little biography card that shows a little bit about him. So, if you don't mind, I'll read some of it off. So, he he is a Central Florida native. And um, he has a wide portfolio of animation uh, projects, and that's from the Walt Disney Company to NASA, IBM, AT&T, and even MTV Network. And um, as far as Disney goes, he was one of the graphic designers on Stitch's Great Escape and Mission Space (laughs) and a lot of other attractions, too. Wow. That's a pretty stout resume yeah i'd say for sure but uh yeah i had a a little conversation with him and told him about the podcast um he wrote it down on his notepad was gonna be sure to give us a listen so hopefully he's uh catching this episode because it was it was a fun time meeting him and and uh, purchasing those pieces and i'll be looking forward to hopefully seeing another one of his exhibits in the in the future at a festival of the arts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll, like I said, we'll be sure to post these, uh, these works, uh, on, on our Instagram, probably in our stories. We'll tag all the artists too. So make sure you check them out and give them some love and, and attention. Cause, yes. um, man, they, they do incredible, incredible work. Um, I wanted to highlight, uh, I mentioned that we were there Saturday and I was back there on Sunday evening uh, and during this time frame, I we got to witness. You know how they do the the sidewalk art as you're walking into yes. the showcase. I got to see, and if if you're following us on on social, uh, if you've probably have seen this. If you're not, 
at Off the Monorails. Just go follow us right now on Instagram, uh, on TikTok, YouTube, uh, all over the place. Go follow us at Off the Monorails. Uh, this one artist was doing a 3D piece on the sidewalk. Uh, Nate Bernowski is his name. And he was doing a Wally piece. He's actually done three different installations now at the festival, you know, during the duration of the festival now. Uh, but this was wow. the this was the first one that I, I caught. And we caught him on Saturday morning starting this piece from from Wally. And uh, it essentially was, you know, the stacked garbage that Wally was making. And he had he was gonna be holding the the something. And uh, so I checked in with him later and he made it a little bit more through the the piece. And then on Sunday evening, he actually had just wrapped up the final uh, touches on it. And it ended up being, you know, Wally in the garbage, um, you know, area with the uh, boot, with the, with the leaves coming out of it. And mm-hmm. you were able to go stand on this stack of garbage or whatever. And it, to, because of the person force perspective on it, it looks like he's handing it to you. And it That's was awesome. pretty incredible. Uh, and he, I, again, he's done multiple installations now that literally washed away. They washed that one away mm-hmm. and they, he's now done two other installations there at least, uh, in the same spot. Uh, so incredible pieces of art, especially considering that they are only there for a couple of days uh, and they get washed away to all to be done over again. Um, incredible, incredible. And so if you haven't checked out the video of him doing that, go check it out. It's it's on all of our short form uh, content platforms. So Instagram reels, you got uh, TikTok and on YouTube shorts. Uh, so go check that out. And again, give uh, give Nate some uh, some love and attention. Uh, he, it, it was the work was incredible. Yeah, that that's just incredible. The depth and like the depth of his shading. It just I mean, yeah. it made it explode out of the concrete. Yeah. It was it was so cool. Yeah. That was yeah. a very, very cool piece. Now, one thing I did see, too, as far as uh, art pieces go, was some of the multiplane art. I don't know if you've seen any oh, of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where yeah. there was, like, multiple layers, kind of like the multiplane camera that Walt Disney invented with creating, uh, you know, intuitive scenery. Um, yeah. It had, like, different layers to it. And then even the glass that was covering the art had, like, a, a brush stroke outline. And if you like walked mm-hmm. side to side, it looked like the the painting was yeah. moving with you. Yeah, it was incredible. Yeah. I loved yeah. it, but it was very expensive. I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't drop the coin on <laughs> some of them pieces. I just had to be. Oh a man, dude. I know, dude. It's I I saw so many pieces that I was like, oh, I would love to bring that home. And then I saw the price tag. And I was like, oh, yeah. Nope. I've seen some I that could, had some I, commas. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I could get a pretty decent used Honda Civic for that money. <laughs> yeah, an 85 mint condition. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, it was, yeah. I, but again, deservedly appreciate it with your eyes. Yeah, these pieces are incredible. Man, I mean, the, the, the people, the artists working on this stuff, it's brilliant. Just insane. Insane what they can do. Um, so, and uh, there's a buyer out there for it, uh, right? And, Believe me, if I had the coin, I would have been dropping it because it was, it was crazy. It was so cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, we had a, we had a great time in this festival. And again, I'm, I'm trying to get back again before, before, you know, we get blockout dates and before the festival ends, because 
well, frankly, Disney shorts us and um, and it's too short. Yeah, frankly, so yes. it, it almost it almost hurts a little to record this episode because, of course, it's a review, meaning that it's on the verge of wrapping up. And yeah, I feel like it just started. And this again, this is our this is our favorite festival. This is the one we rave about year round. And yeah. um, I'm not I'm not ready to see it go. <laughs> I'm really not. It needs to go yeah. till at least like February 25th, at least. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it, it's crazy. I mean, when this when this episode releases, right? It's it's we're only uh, like two weeks. We're less than two weeks away from this from this festival ending, and. It's it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate, but I mean, we get another festival right behind it, right? Uh, we we swing right into um, uh, Flower and Garden, yep. And you know that's that starts in, on the 29th. So we've got a lot to look forward to um, for it. But yeah, Festival of the Arts definitely has a special place in my heart. Um, I hope I I hope we can get back again before it before it ends. Uh, but if not. I feel pretty good at least about what we got to what we got to do. Yeah. Um and and you know in a in a day and a half essentially. Yeah, yeah, it, it's been you know like for the first time in 3 years this is the lightest I've gone on a festival and I just I don't know if I like the way it feels. <laughs> I'll tell you right now I don't like the way it feels. I don't I I mean I would love to I I'm okay I'm I'm decently okay with the fact that if I can't get back to it, but man, I would, I would really love to get back. So I don't know. Keep your eyes peeled. If you're listening to this episode on premiere date, never know weekend, you never know what you might see on the social. So keep an eye out. Yeah. We're pretty Um, bad about last minute trips. So we might squeeze one in. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it doesn't help, you know, our friends at DVC rental store, they always have great deals uh, for, you know, DVC accommodations at Disney. So, Man, it's you always snag a great deal through them, uh, and yeah, they always uh, come through for us. So, yeah, you might just hit them up and uh, see what we can uh, what we can find for uh, for for rent. So, yeah, but uh, yeah, boys, I think that'll uh, that'll wrap up uh, this year's Festival of the Arts Festival, and uh, man, we'll be previewing a uh, be previewing Flower and Garden here in just a just a couple weeks. Yes, yeah, before you know it, I, I'm looking forward to it. Kind of, you know, it's, yeah. I like Flower and Garden, but I hate to see farts end. You know, Amen. life's not the same without farts. It truly isn't. Farts equals life. Nevertheless, life yeah. equals substance for me. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless, it was still good to get together and get back into this thing, though. It's always that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And apologies for the, uh, for the, Little bit delay um, of last week's episode getting released. We released it a day later than normal. Uh, just had some schedule conflicts. I just, you know, just work happens and, you know, you, your schedule gets a little bit mixed up. And oh, yeah. so you can't, uh, can't get to things as quickly as you might want to. So apologies for that, but we appreciate you listening to, to our last, to our last episode and always appreciate listening in general. And thanks for sharing. Thanks for uh, following. Thanks for subscribing. Uh, Justin, you want to tell the audience what they can do to help us out? Absolutely. Be sure to follow along on the social platforms and stay connected with us above all else. And do the free things. Share us with a friend. 
tell a coworker, anybody that you know that is heading to Disney or doing anything Disney related, let them hear our show. We'd be more than happy to try and help coerce them and give them some great inside information, especially towards Walt Disney World. So, uh, also, be sure to give us a review or five star ratings uh, is what we shoot for on Apple Podcasts and Spotify or any other platform that allows you to do some ratings and maybe a little sentence or two for review just to help our listeners reach more folks. And, you know, we, we want to expand, we want to keep reaching new folks. And with your help, we can do that. So please be sure to leave those uh, star ratings and a little review. And that would help us out tremendously, more than you would know. And who knows, we may drop another contest in the future. Uh, We hid the last uh, contest within episode 100. And for those that listened, uh, you knew what the the contest was about. So you never know what we may have up our sleeves as we get more and more towards 200. So thank you guys again for sharing us and inviting us into your homes, into your cars on the way to work, and just your general listening pleasure. We really enjoy doing this, so we're looking forward to the next one. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, as Justin said, we'll uh, we'll see you on that next one. Until then, I'm Jordan. And I'm Justin. And I'm Ryan. And this is Off the Monorails. Rails.